0: This story was recorded on November 17th, 2018, at a storytelling festival at the Connecticut Valley Tobacco Museum. The views expressed are those of the storyteller, not the museum. Okay, so why don't you say again for me your name and where you're from? Okay. Uh, My name is Joanne
1: McLeod. When I worked in tobacco, I was Joanne Gallagher, and I'm from Windsor, and I grew up in the Deerfield section of Windsor. Great.
0: Now, can you tell me how you got involved in the tobacco industry here in Connecticut? Well, uh, when I was a
1: kid, when we were 14, everybody wanted to make money. And it was the only job in town. And a lot of the kids, really, everybody worked in tobacco, it seemed. And uh, so I heard about tobacco. I heard about uh, the Kendrick farm where I worked in tobacco and that Mrs. Kendrick was especially nice to kids. And so uh, I called up and said, I'd like to work. And that's how you were hired. You kind of word of mouth at that time. And you just called her and Got a job. So did she ask you any questions on the phone about... Oh, no. I was just so glad when she said, well, shall we meet the bus at, you know, whatever time it was that we met in the morning. I was thrilled. And my best friend had a job and uh, it was a lot of fun. Another couple of kids down the street. So no, I was just excited. I didn't care. Did you work there (laughs) together? Did you work at the same farm? I did. Uh, She lived a few streets over from me in in Deerfield and uh, they had a school bus that would pick us up uh, that they had purchased and... um, we had our the little route like a school bus route, and all the girls in our neighborhood would we, meet in one spot, and uh, we'd sit there and tape up our fingers and uh, wait for the bus. So it was kind of fun. You were with your friends.
0: So how did you know to tape
1: up your fingers?
0: Well, I uh, one of the gals
1: on the street uh, with me uh, had been working in tobacco a few years. And so she knew the ropes, you know. So you had to, uh, everybody, well, you brought your lunch, of course. And then uh, everybody had a pair of small scissors that you went out and bought and at ease of tape. And she showed us the uh, delicate maneuvering of uh, how to tape up your fingers <laughs> while you were waiting for the bus.
0: <laughs> Do you remember your first day working in tobacco?
1: Uh, no, I don't remember the first day. But I do know that, you know, uh, it w- we didn't know what we were doing. And uh, we were 14. We were kind of silly. And uh, Mrs. Kendrick was very kind to us. And we had a uh, Shed boss at the time who was a um, a fellow at Billy Pomeroy. His father was Dr. Pomeroy uh, at the time in Windsor. And he was a nice guy. And um, the Kendrick sons and their cousins uh, worked at
0: at the farm and everybody kind of showed you what to do but we didn't know it took us a while to figure it out so what was a day in your life like working in tobacco
1: uh well we wait at the bus and tape up and uh get to to work and it would depend on the season uh when it was the beginning of the season we had to go out in the fields and string the tobacco up to the uh the wires at top so that the the uh, plants wouldn't blow over that was a little bit later in my career we didn't start with that um and then we would, it depend, would depend on what job you had. When you first started out, um, some kids were um, carriers and they would carry the lath to the hangers. That was kind of more for inexperienced people. And then uh, you could also be a leafer and they were assigned with making sure that the sewers had all the leaves they needed uh, and they wouldn't run out because they were on piecework. And then there were the, the sewers. Um, so I started off being a carrier and went up to being a leafer. And I was
0: never a good sewer. I never made (laughs) piecework.
1: I would laugh and talk. I just couldn't do it.
0: (laughs) What what went wrong when you tried to sew?
1: Uh, Nothing went wrong. I just, uh, I I, I guess I'm not fast with my hands. I don't know. But uh, (laughs) I was not fast. And I used to laugh a lot. Um, And uh, amazingly enough, uh, when I was 16, I needed a summer job. And um, the felt Billy Pomeroy wasn't going to come back as shed boss. And so I called Mrs. Kendrick and said, uh, you know, I heard Billy's not coming back. Do you think I could be shed boss? My mother encouraged me to do that. And I thought she's never going to hire me. I mean, I never made piece work, And surprisingly enough, she did. So I was the shed boss from the time I was 16 until I uh, graduated from college. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Was a good job, so what year did you start? I started in uh, now I'm a real dinosaur. I started in nineteen sixty three when I was fourteen and I ended off in uh, nineteen let's see i think nineteen seventy was my last year. I graduated from college in seventy one and I got a job as a teacher and I didn't want to work in tobacco in
0: between, so seventy was my last year. Hmm. Do you remember any stories that are like particularly significant to you about from this time uh no, not particular stories that I can think of. I
1: I, um, I love the farm. I love the fact that uh, she was so kind to the kids. Um, she was a former nurse and, and never uh, – never was harsh. It was a nice farm to work on. They were very concerned about uh, the girls. She really took it as a responsibility. She and her husband, the whole the whole family took it as a personal responsibility to make sure that uh, everybody was well taken care of and nobody was ill or not feeling well or uh, that kind of thing. Um, they did not like... Uh, the, the boys and the girls uh, commiserating at all, uh, you know, they kind of kept us a little bit separated. And uh, she she handpicked the boys and she handpicked the men that, that went into the, the shed to make sure that there was um, no hanky-panky. And if there was a little hanky, it didn't get to panky because they were sent back out into the fields again. Um, I think it was a good place... Uh, there was a lot of camaraderie. Uh, we all got along well. And, it, and at that time, uh, Windsor's, the configuration of the schools, and probably still today, was very different. And uh, well, it was, it was separating. And I grew up in Deerfield, and we went to Deerfield School, which is now a little grassy mound on Colton Street. But uh, And our friends, we met the kids that lived in the center of town, and uh, the kids who would go on to St. Gabriel's and then to St. Joseph's. And so it was a good time for kids to learn to get together and to uh, Unite us. When we got to, went to high school, it was a
0: little bit easier. So I don't know what other kind of stories you're looking for. No, nothing in particular. Just you know what you remember from from that time. Um, it was a, a lot of separation on that farm, and I can't speak to the other farms,
1: but there was a lot of separation about what we could do. Uh, the boys, I felt, always had more of an opportunity to uh, make more money, work overtime. Um, If we had a a rain day, or uh, if it was too hot, or the tobacco wasn't ready, the girls couldn't work. But the boys always got to work. And so I thought it was unfair that we weren't allowed to drive the tractor or that we weren't allowed to do some of the things in the field, but that
0: never happened. Um, So in that regard, I kind of felt bad about it. But it was that's the way it was. Did any of the other women ever remark similarly that they thought things were unfair? No,
1: no. You know, it wasn't that it was unfair. And I, that was more so that when I, after I turned 16 and I wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, um, because I was saving for college, they did put me on a salary. So I didn't have to worry about that as much. It wasn't a big salary, but I mean, I, I was paid even if we didn't work. So that worked out
0: nicely for me. And I had other jobs too. So
1: <laughs> worked out nicely.
0: So what's it felt like to live in the area and see the industry change? Oh, I think it's heartbreaking. Uh, I I read an article uh, last year, I guess it was, that
1: there's no shade tobacco grown in Windsor anymore. And I I think that's terrible. I mean, that was such a big part of Windsor. And um, I think it was sad over the years. When I was a kid, and granted, it was back in the 60s, but when we went to work in tobacco, it was a big deal. Everybody went. We loved it. And for the most part, everybody stuck it out for the summer. Uh, you know, you got the job, you did it, and, and you tried your best. Um, and as years went by, I would hear that uh, it was looked down upon as a job. You know, it was menial. Their, your hands were dirty. Uh, it was hard work. You were in the fields. And kids stopped doing it, which I thought was a shame. Um, parents didn't want their kids working in tobacco. I thought that was a not so hot. Uh, so I feel badly that... Um, there's no shade tobacco in Windsor. There's no experiences like that for kids any longer
0: When you reflect back on what that time meant to you in your life, what do you think about well i think
1: uh I think it provided me with a lot of wonderful memories. It provided me with making a way to make new friends. Uh, I grew up a lot in tobacco um I had a lot of life lessons. I used to be sarcastic until somebody looked me in the face and told me that and kind of changed my ways after that. So I appreciated that, getting you out with different people, uh, and it developed a work ethic. Uh, I, I got up and I went to work, and I did it every day because I had said I was going to do that. And I was able to uh, save money for school, and I was able to buy my own clothes, uh, help my parents out, and... Uh, so all those things I think are great life lessons that I don't know if kids are are getting today. I, I, I know that it, it really framed, i talking to friends of mine, my friend who I'm still friends with, uh, we talk about tobacco days, and um, I think they framed who we were as people and who we were as workers and uh, our sense of responsibility and
0: all of that. So I think it was a great experience. I feel sorry the kids aren't going to have that anymore. Hmm. Are there any other stories you want to share about that time? Uh, I I can't, um, maybe thinking about like the best day that you had and the worst day you had. Well, I guess, um, I can't think about a worst
1: day. I guess that that would probably be the day that somebody looked me in the eye and told me I was too sarcastic and I'd better stop it. That was probably a mind changing day. It was, (laughs) was not a happy day, but, uh, I guess, uh, I guess one of my best days, the best days I had were being the shed boss in, in the in the, um, in the the shed. I was allowed to, uh, I was kind of in charge of the girls, but I had a, it, it probably helped me with becoming a teacher because I had to learn how to uh, get along with people and get them to do what I wanted them to do with a little bit of a sense of humor. Um, I enjoyed doing that. Um, and the responsibility that I was uh, given, I appreciated that. And it, it made me feel, um, it gave me a sense of confidence. Uh, and, you know, it was a long time ago, so individual stories don't stand out. But the whole thing, uh, I wouldn't have stuck with it till I was, you know, 21 if I hadn't loved it and, uh, and really uh, enjoyed those summers with the kids and with the Kendricks on the farm. I, it, was a, it was a wonderful experience for me.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with me.
1: Well, thanks for giving us the opportunity to do that. It's a shame to have those memories go away.